choo-choo. <laughs> it's just a non-stop cyclone of just, holy shit. Yeah. Welcome to row one, seat one. Yeah. Welcome to row one, seat one. Yutch. What's happening, ladies and gentlemen? It is Tuesday night, so that means only one thing. It's Joey Fats Radio, row one, seat one, live right here on the one, the only, the new Bedford Guide. Thank you all for joining us. Sean's not going to make it tonight, so it's going to be me and Plizzy holding it down. Yeah, yeah. He uh, He's feeling a little under the weather. Yeah, it's been going around this week. So, uh, yeah, it's been getting its rounds. been making its rounds, this, uh, this little... I guess center myself. There we go. Now I'm in my spot. This little virus been getting around, but uh, no, no, you know, no rest for the weary. So we got to get after it. We got a lot to get into tonight, as usual. Uh, thank you all for joining us. 774-992-8702 if you want to give us a phone call. Uh, we're going to get into a whole ton of shit before we do that. Uh, please, if you, uh, yeah. if you like the show, please feel free to give us a like and a subscribe on Row One Seat One on our Facebook page. Uh, also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Uh, you know, iHeartRadio, wherever you listen to your podcast, you can find us there. Wow. Uh, subscriptions are the only thing that matters in the podcast game for whatever reason. Listens don't matter. So uh, no matter how many people listen to the show, if they're not subscribed to it, we don't get the credit for it. So uh, please feel free to go ahead and do that. It doesn't cost you anything. doesn't do anything. doesn't uh, bog down your inbox. You're not going to get a ton of alerts from us or anything. All along those lines, we just uh, appreciate the support. So thank you all for doing that. Paul, it was warm out today. Yeah, it was it was warm out, and I, I wanted to, uh, before we get into all the, the good stuff from the men's tournament, which wasn't that entertaining for a final, nowhere near yeah. as entertaining as the women's final, but only because of uh, the actions of one particular player after the game was over. We'll definitely have our take on that. Uh, we'll get into uh, we'll get an opening week for baseball. We'll get into the Lakers, the Celtics, the NBA playoffs coming up. Uh, we'll get into Lamar. We'll get into A-Rod. Uh, what else did we say we were going to get into? We had, uh, oh, we, we, we'll, we'll talk about our boy Jared Schuster making his debut for the Braves. Uh, let's see, what else? We got plenty of other stuff to get into. Before we do that, there was uh, something happened to me today uh, on my way home this afternoon that I just can't quite shake. And for reasons why you'll understand in a second, we all know that, you know, there's that old adage that, like, you know, when somebody is, uh, is is useless in a situation, you tell them like you're you're like a turn signal on a BMW. Yeah. That came like that. This this situation that happened to me today has never been more evident. It's never been more real than the uselessness of a turn signal on a BMW. So today I'm taking the left off of Milton Street in Dartmouth onto uh, onto Sharp Street to take so to, so I can take the right yeah. onto Homer Street to get yeah, toward, to go yeah. towards 140. So I'm at Milton. Anybody who's ever tried to take the left off of Milton late in the afternoon knows, like, you're looking up Sharp Street. The sun's coming right in your eyes. It's a little bit tough. And, you know, you got to deal with traffic going both ways along straight street. Nobody really, you know, pays attention to the speed limit. So I look to my left, and I see a BMW. And it's very evidently a BMW. I know BMWs. I know the front ends. He's got the, the red, blue, and white things in the grill. Oh, yeah. You know, it was easy. It was easy. Yeah, it was easy to pick out. And it was probably i don't know 15 25 car lengths up from the corner i see a dark gray beamer and i'm like ah nice looked like an m5 somewhere like in that neighborhood or five series and there's a car coming on my right so i can't quite go but i see the bmw flash its headlights well he's letting me go and i'm like all right word cool like he's gonna let me go so the car passes i pull out to take the left 
and the BMW just flashes headlights and then just proceeds to take the right onto Milton Street. I'm like, so let me get this straight. You flicked your high beams at me like a dozen times to tell me to go when all you had to do was put on your blinker saying you were taking the right and I could have safely assumed, okay, I can go because you're taking the right. It was the most BMW shit I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. Like, I've never seen anything like that. Like, this dude was, like, so adamant about not using his blinker, but he at least had the politeness or the wherewithal to flash me to let me know, like, hey, bro, you can go, because I'm taking that right. I'm not telling you I'm taking that right, but I'm taking that right. And I'm like, if if there has ever been a more BMW thing to happen to me on the road, that was it. That was hands down the most like yeah. while I'm like, dude, that's 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 like getting past like like somebody in a white Ultima with Rhode Island plates tailgating you while you're doing 85 in the left lane. That's dangerous. That's oh, like, listen, there is you nothing could be getting the fuck out of the way and somehow he's going to hit. You. There is nothing more terrifying or that than like a 2012 Ultima white with a banged up quarter panel or yeah, fender or and a Rhode damage, Island plate yeah, on it. And you're like, oh my God, get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. You know, they're sitting there smoking a butt, weaving in and out of lanes, doing like a hundred and whatever, whatever that cock can go. <laughs> but they're always driving so goddamn fast. That big Ultima energy. I don't know what it is. It's crazy, dude. I don't understand it. If you're listening and you're out there and you have an Ultima, sell it because you are judged. And, you know, don't, but don't get it twisted too. There's spicy Ultimas, which we just now call G35s. Yes, yeah, because yeah, because G thirty fives has gotten cheap enough now where like yeah, like you can yeah. get them for like ten grand. People are like, oh, that's a nice car. I'll buy an Infinity, even though it's like thirteen years old. And you're like, they're like, yeah, cool. It's an Infinity. It's got the clock on the dashboard. No digital in here. Okay, yeah, it's classic. Crazy brake dust. It's on classy. One of the wheels. Yeah, you know? you know, it's all banged. <laughs> same thing. All banged up. Yeah. You know, like they, they the took they took the mufflers work. off just to make sure it yeah, fucking sounds a little louder. Dirty ass like, cream. Like, oh, look at me. I got a fast car, NASCAR. Uh, and you're like, uh, sounds like shit. Yeah, it sounds like crap, but those are like spicy Ultimas. Yeah. And then you got the extra spicy Ultimas, which is the Q50s, and then the Infinities. I'm thinking, I'm trying to think of like which one it is. What? The Q50? Yeah. It's like a four-door, it's like the new four-door G35s. Oh, yeah, all right. Yeah, like the normal sedan. And then, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, these things exist. These, These people out there, I swear to God, they hop in these cars and something fucking happens to them. Yeah, it's crazy. But like, I just—it was just funny to me because, like, you—you know—we always joke about like people, like you know, the guy, like you know, oh, you're more useless than the guy that installs turn signals in the BMW factory. Bro, these stereotypes come from somewhere. They do. They all do. Stereotypes originate from somewhere, someplace, and you know, these car ones—they've got a lot of truth to them, a lot. Yeah. Because everybody knows, like, if you know, you got guys who drive trucks and they're like, I own the road, out of my way. And then you got people in BMWs who don't know what a blinker is, yeah. don't know how to use turns. I mean, this guy literally, he, all he had to do was do this once, and he did this. Mad times. Mad times. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, bruh, like, use your turn Dumb. signal. It's yeah. not that hard. Um, and then, you know, Ultimus. Uh, what's another What's another one, though? Like, what's another? Oh, uh, like Subarus, like you know damn well when you hear a Subaru pull up. You're like, ah, the sound of a flat four. An idiot has arrived. Yeah, and it's usually a ratty-ass WRX from like 03 or 04 or something like that. I mean, listen, don't get me wrong. There are cool WRXs and stuff, but oh, for sure. far and few between. Yeah. I mean, it's usually like a legacy 
you know, somebody's got like the four door legacy with the with the bike rack on it or the roof yeah. racks, and you're yeah. like, and they're like, yeah, man, I like to go skiing. And the Hoonigan sticker. And the in the tool, you know, the tool. Yeah, yeah the tooly. The tooly, hanging out there. You're like, yeah, man, like it's like I do activities in the in the mountains. Right. That's why I bought a legacy. Yeah, I got a whole pallet of granola bars in the back. Of my yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like I got <laughs> delicate Steve is on every one of my playlists. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Super purple. Yeah. I mean, I don't wicked, know. Wicked People who drive those types of cars, you just know. You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. I feel like you can judge somebody by the type of car they drive. Yeah. Like, way faster than anything else. Yeah. Like, if you, if you like, meet a dude, and it's like, oh, it's like, yeah, cool. Yeah, it's like, yeah, man, I just bought this, like, I just bought this, like, you know, 20, like, say he's like, I bought a 2018 Mustang. Like, oh, cool. Like, Roush, like, 350. Like, what did you get? Like, you know, like. Oh no, man! It's just like the base. It's just like the base. You know, it's the uh, you know, it's the uh, it, it's the six cylinder automatic. And you're like, oh, oh, I didn't know they sold those to men, but that's cool. Good yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like you car, or yeah. or if you like, if you ever made like meet a dude and he's like, he's like, what kind of car do you drive? And he's like, oh, I got a Mini Cooper. You know, really good on gas. You're like, all right, you're either way into British cars and played way too much Gran Turismo growing up, right. or you you got something wrong with you. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's just you know. Certain things, you know, right. guys like, oh, what kind of, you know, I got an F-350, you know, King Ranch edition. You're like, do you own a farm? Hell no, man. I live uh, in the South End. You're like, damn right. I got Morgan uh, Whalen on my playlist. Yeah. You know? And, you know, and you know, that's the guy that's got like the hood neck sticker on the back windshield, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and he just like goes after. It. And then, you know, you can get into like any, any really like any car. You could pretty much make up a stereotype for any of them. Yeah. Yeah. Gets all like sentimental on you at the bar when they play that like bro country. That's all like sappy and shit about. Some oh no! Shit. Like Shine Down comes on and he's like he's, just, yeah. he's like a sopping mess. Which reminds me of my like thirteenth girlfriend. Starts punching reminds holes. Me of thirteen girls. It's like whoa, Kyle. Holes in the sheet whoa, rock. Kyle. Put down put down the monster <laughs> energy drink. Okay. Yeah. Well, the sheet rock didn't do anything to you, but yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, I digress. But yeah, it was just that was funny because that was the most BMW thing that I've ever had happen to me, yeah. and it just happened. I'm just like, holy shit, like. Yeah. Nothing's, nothing's changed. Yeah. Nothing's changed. I'm glad. I'm glad nothing's changed because you know what? I'm I'm a sucker for tradition. I yeah. like things old now school. We expect it. You know, like I like I like my women like old fashioned, like with tits and a vagina. You know, not with a dick. So I got yeah. that. Like uh, Bud Light stepped in that one this week. They made that mistake of uh, uh, a point. Yeah. You know, making somebody their spokesman, which was great. Uh, Kid Rock had a fantastic response to that. If you haven't seen that, holy shit, go find those videos. That yeah. that is funny. It's like. Bud Light, the like. I'm not saying this is the worst marketing campaign ever, because I'm sure there's got to be one worse that I'm not thinking of. But a point like making Dylan Mulvaney your spokesperson has got to be up there on worst marketing ideas ever. Yeah, Bud Light is like that's the that's the beer that like people who don't like. I didn't come here to drink, but because you got it, I'll have some. <laughs> Like nobody goes to the liquor store and they're like, "What are you getting?" Like, "Oh, Bud Lights." Yeah. I need some need some need some Scud Lights, bro. Oh, like, I just picked these. They're, they're, no. They're the, we picked yeah. these up cuz maybe we thought we'd have a couple beers. It's what you're beer. it's what you like what you send your wife to the liquor store to, like when you tell her like, "Hey, run to the liquor store and grab a 30 rack because you have like six of your buddies over helping like put down a patio." Right. Like that's what she comes back with. Right. Like, you know, like it's it's a hot summer day and we need something to drink, but you know, we don't want to get too hammered yet. Yeah. Because we're still working. Yeah. So, like, the, you know, she runs up and grabs, like, a 30-rack of Bud Lights. You're like, oh, all right. Yeah, the garage beers, bro. Yeah, exactly. Like, they're just there to, they're just there to be there. Nobody actually sets out and is like, oh, yeah, Bud Light's my favorite beer. No. 
Never. It's never I, been. I don't think it's ever been said. I mean, listen, Bud Diesel's one thing. All right, Bud Diesel in a bottle. Bud Diesel Bud in a bottle. Pretty cool. classic. Pretty classic. Yep. But you know, now it's the queen of beers, not yep. the king. So it, Coors. It, it's Coors to, always yeah. been the good staple. Coors. Coors. The banquet beer. Yeah, the yellow shit's good. Like yeah, the regular Coors. The regular people, Coors is good. A lot of people don't know that's good, but like Coors Light. Miller Light, like, Miller fine. Genuine Draft, both solid. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I've always been a Miller Light guy anyway. I put Miller Light with like the Rolling Rocks. If I'm going with like Miller, if I'm going light beer, like hot day light <laughs> I beer. I drink a fucking I drink an Angry Orchard. <laughs> fucking yeah. toolbox. Uh, if I'm going light beer, though, it, it's definitely it's definitely Miller Light or Coors Light. Bud Light's never been my thing. Um, and I'm glad because now I don't have to be one of those people that pretends to have stopped drinking it to take some sort of moral stand. I can just continue doing what I've always done and not drink it, which makes, fine, makes sense to me. Uh, but if you haven't seen that one, that ad campaign, I, I'd play the ads on here, but they're so fucking cringy. It's just so bad. The, the, the Dylan Mulvaney ads were like Dylan Mulvaney is that transgender dude who uh, yeah. he, he like acts like a 12 year old girl. I've never seen it's, I don't know. It's super any, fucking gross. Like it's, I just saw that they switched the campaign. It's so weird. It's gross. And uh, about it. It's just again, it's just here's here's uh here's here's the the alphabet community. And I'm not even saying like the LGs, the L's, the G's, or the B's. They're okay. It's everything after that that everybody's starting to have a problem with because they're just cramming it down your throat. Right. And it's like you just you eat the trick, trick. And you're like, no, no, I don't want to. I'm not gonna do that, actually. Uh, but Dylan Mulvaney, it's it's funny because it's. I'd love to know where all the real feminists are in this world because here's a guy pretending to be a 12 year old girl who's now making money from like Kate Spade, Bud Light. I'm sure he'll have a ton of other sponsorships oh, yeah, by the end of the just, month. Yep. And it's like, you know, those should probably be going to actual females. You know, but, uh, like, you know, well, I guess, you know, it, it's crazy, but, you know, whenever. Uh, a man wins, wins, wins Woman of the Year. Um, you know, just tells you the kind of world we're living in. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, but speaking of women, let's talk uh, this NCAA basketball tournament. We'll kick it off with that. 774-992-8702. We'll get into the women's basketball tournament because there's some drama at the oh, end yeah. of that. Which didn't need to be drama, but it was drama. But it was made drama because the people who wanted it to be drama made sure it was drama. Right. Uh, cough, ESPN, cough, Fox Sports, yep, cough, yeah, you know, basically Shannon, Skip, you know, the usual Jamel Hills, the the usual uh, suspects, if you will. Right. Uh, we'll get into that. Then we'll do the men's. We'll get into a little bit of Lamar, A Rod. We'll do a little NBA, and then uh, we'll probably wrap it up here tonight. Not a ton, to, not too too much after that to get into. We can get a little bit more in depth into some things, but um, the women's tournament. So it was LSU and Iowa. Obviously, LSU was uh, one of the better teams in, in the tournament this year. I shouldn't say obviously because, honestly, let's be real, nobody knew that until 72 hours ago. Are they the one with the coach that wears all the crazy stuff? I'm not even going to lie. I have no idea. I don't pay attention to really men's college basketball until the tournament. I definitely don't pay attention <laughs> to the women's. I've just seen um, a couple of things. I'm trying to wonder if that's like the same team. All I know is, is LSU, from I what I've know. heard, was one of the best teams in the country. And Caitlin Clark, who plays for Iowa, is the best player in the country. And she carried Iowa to the, to the final. And apparently she's a pretty badass basketball player and, and did, her, did her thing all year. That being said, LSU ends up winning, I believe it was by like 15 points or something like that, on Sunday night because the, men's played, the men played Monday, Monday night. Right. So Sunday night, LSU wins. And at the end of the game, and this is where all the controversy came, although there was controversy with the officiating, 
because once again, you know, the officials were out there to make sure that everybody knew they were there, um, which I don't know why officiating has become like why officials have developed such egos. Like we get it when it used to be like Joey Crawford or Jim West, you know, Ed Hockey League, you know, wanting to get online, you know, get on TV and flex a little flex bit, up, which, right. you know, I get it. But Ed Hockey was Boy, a great ref. Yeah, Ed, yeah. But Ed was a great ref. Right, right. And, he, you know, he was, he was easy on the ice, you know. Ed Hockley gets up was there. Was Gene Steratore ever kind of ripped at one point? Mm, yeah, a little bit. A little Gene, bit, not, right? not too, not, not Ed Hockley ripped, but Gene Steratore yes, was, yeah. Yeah, Ed Hockley was. He was a strapping, yeah, yeah. A strapping Italian. Yeah, Hockley you know? was. And I, love, and I love Gene Steratore. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Let's go. We're going to go with our side. Okay, babe. Yeah. Like, you know, he was fucking he was a solid, solid paisan. I fucking love him. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, you get these, uh, these officials, these humps, especially baseball. Like, it started, I feel like it started with baseball, and then you had Joey Crawford in the NBA. But now it's like seeping into every, every sport. Yeah, I know. And you've got these officials who apparently stole some of the show on Sunday night. I don't, I don't know. I know they teed up Caitlin Clark uh, because they called the timeout and she threw the basketball like behind yeah, she, her. Like bounced it, like, behind, bounced her. it like, behind her, like, like, like passing it to a ref, like, like anybody, like anybody would. Where the inbounding were, spot would probably they were, like, be technical. And you know, I'm not gonna for the sake of the show because we don't do that on this show. I'm not gonna point out the race of the three officials, but um, they weren't white. So, you know, we can only under, we can only imagine if the roles are reversed there, but neither here nor there. Let's get into the Caitlin Clark Angel Reese beef. So Angel Reese was apparently she's the I was gonna say something I shouldn't have. She's the uh best player on LSU. She's LSU's Caitlin Clark. She's their stud. And uh after the game, she decided to taunt Caitlin Clark. And Caitlin Clark had done the John Cena, you can't see me hand motion earlier in the tournament. I don't know if it was the last game or two games ago or whatever. Apparently, she's been doing it all year, allegedly. I've only seen the one clip of her doing it, though, which is the same one from the tournament. So uh, I've only seen that one clip. Everybody keeps is adamant that she's been doing it all year. She's been doing it all year. I can't speak to that because I really don't watch female sports, let alone female college basketball. Um, sorry, it's just like I have so much time. I have only so much time in a day. Like I gotta like cut my nails, you know, brush my teeth, right? Play with my dog, choke yourself in the basement, or something. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> potentially plot how I might kill myself someday, right? And then like somewhere between like potentially like plotting my own suicide and like backing myself up in like or like doing something like ridiculous like running into a burning building for no reason somewhere in between those two things is like watching women's college basketball right. so no disrespect to the females like listen, I'm they, sure they, have taken. they do what they do um i'm just don't ask me to pay attention to watch like i'm just i'm not doing that like i, I don't i don't care i don't even watch men's college basketball so right. you get the you get only the, during the, the tournament <laughs> Even then, I didn't even watch last night. I watched zero minutes last night. Yeah, I watched. I was going to. I came up here. I ran a couple races on iRacing. I was like falling asleep in my chair. You weren't really missing much. Like I under. I know, and I knew. I kind of knew that was going to happen, which is why I didn't bother. Like, like they were playing like it was a tied game the whole way, but it wasn't. Now UConn just kind of dominated, but we'll get into that in a second. Yeah. So the whole Caitlin Clark, uh, Angel Reese thing. Obviously kicked off a firestorm on Monday morning. All right, well, it started on Sunday night on social media. I saw it almost immediately Sunday night. And they're like, you know, it's like, oh, you know, you call us. You know, when a white girl does it, 
it's it's passion and it's trash talk and it's cool. But when I do it because I'm black, it's I'm a thug and I'm this and I'm that. And I'm like, I'm sitting there. I'm like, OK, hold on. Let me see. So I, I stop and I'm like, all right, maybe there is something to this because, you know, we saw it all the time. You know, when Tom Brady's on the sidelines slamming water bottles and throwing things and, and when everybody's like, oh, he's so passionate about winning. You know, right. but if T.O. does it, it's like, he's a cancer. Get him out, out of here. Get right. this prima fuck, donna. Prima right. donna, son of a bitch. And it's like, all right. Like, I okay, I've seen the double standard live in, in action before. So I'm not oblivious to the fact that that happens. But every single one of these stories has their own context and their own kind of, uh, you know, whatever story behind them. So I'm like, all right, let me let me take a look. So I'm watching it. And I'm trying to gain like context. So I'm like going through, I think the first, the first thread that I saw on it on Twitter was Jamail Hill. Nat, of course. Naturally, no surprise. The only reason she still exists is to race bait. Her, you know, pretty much, you know, Shannon Sharp, all of them at ESPN, Fox, all these big talking head shows. That's what they do. They're, it's just everything is about race. I go through the thread, I'm looking, and I see, like, I, you know, I keep seeing the clip of Angel Reese, and she's doing the thing, and she's walking around, and it looks like Caitlin Clark's, like, trying to, like, like zigzag her way away from her. Right. And this girl's, like, in her face doing this, and she's doing the, th- like, pointing to the ring finger and stuff, yeah. and I'm like, all right, like, well, maybe she had, like, personal beef with her. Like, maybe this is, like, I don't like you, you don't like me, and I'm fucking shoving it down your throat right now because we just iced you. And I'm like, and then I'm looking and I'm like, wait, I'm like, is this so like, what is this like in the third quarter, beginning of the fourth, right. midway through the fourth and like somebody just hit a big three and like, you know, the game's starting to get like, all right, this game's on ice. Like, we're just basically here to kill the clock and, and it's a formality it's at this point, right, right. you know, less than two minutes left. Somebody puts it, you know, puts it away and you're like, so I'm watching. And I'm like, no, this is happening. Like, like seconds are ticking off the clock, literally like the last couple of seconds. And this girl's just in Caitlin Clark's face, like following her around doing the thing. And I'm like, all right. I'm like, that's a little, like, that's a little shitty. Now I'm not, I didn't go like Keith Olbermann, you know, leftist lunatic, ultra white apologist, Keith Olbermann overreact to it and be like, she's a piece of shit, which is basically what Keith Olbermann said. I actually think he called her a piece of shit or said she's a piece of shit and that's a classless move or something like that. Right. Which coming from Keith Olbermann, Okay, like, whoa, Keith. I mean, yeah. I know you're off the rails these days, but Jesus yeah, Christ, dude, she's just side. a college kid. Yeah. But it's just funny because it, you, you know, normally you wouldn't see Keith Oldman take that stance because of because of uh, the color of their skin. If it was the other way around, sure. But Keith Oldman usually airs on the other side of these things. So I was like, whoa, what's going on here? I'm like, this must be a really shitty move. And they're trying to equate it to uh, Caitlin Clark doing. The you can't see me thing. And then you see the clip of Caitlin Clark doing it. She hits a big shot, does something, whatever. She's walking back to her bench and they're all fist pumping and whatever. And she's doing this to, to her own team. Right. And just does it real quick and then walks back, starts dapping up her teammates and everything else. And like, you're like, all right, that's not the same as what this girl was doing. Like, right. This girl was like, this was personal. Yeah, in her face, like, trying to get in front of her. Yeah, like, like you're you're in front. Like here, like I, I got the video. We'll we'll show you the video, and uh, we'll we'll show it. We'll show it to you. I mean, it's you be the judge. I mean, she's clearly following her around on the court. I mean, here's 22 is Caitlin Clark. You can see her untucking her jersey. Game's over. 
LSU celebrating, and she's just like in her grill, like just look, she's following her. Like game's over, like go celebrate with your team. Like to me, that was a that was a chicken shit move on Angel Reese's part. Like, and I'm not gonna hold it against her and be like, you're a you're a terrible person. Like you're a piece of shit. Be like, right, right. no, I think she just kind of let her emotions get the better of her, which. Can happen. I mean, listen, you play a whole game four quarters against somebody and you're battling with somebody right. and you don't – maybe she really doesn't like her. Maybe right. they really don't like each and other. you just want a championship on and top. And you just want a championship. You kind of want to rub it in her face a little bit. Like, all right, I get that. But do it – do it in the middle of the fourth quarter. You know what I mean? Do it, right. do it with three minutes left, two minutes left. Right. There's something to be said. What's the one thing I always, I always, I always used to say? And Miss Lack, God rest her soul, our old gym teacher, taught me this. And she was the first person ever to, to, to ever, ever to say this to me. And she said, you know, we, uh, me and my buddy Joey beat her and uh, and somebody else. We beat her in the badminton competition, uh, in the badminton tournament, senior year of high school. She had been undefeated for like 15 years. She hadn't lost in like the championship round. Like whoever won came out of the kids would play Miss Lack in a best of three, and she got to choose her partner. And she hadn't lost ever. Like, so, and me and my buddy Joey beat her. And she just like threw the racket down and walked off the court. And, and my buddy Joey was like, oh, come on, Miss Lag. Like, you know, you, be a, you can be a, good, you can be a good, uh, good sport about it. And she turns around and she goes, show me a, show me a good loser and I'll show you a loser. Right. And I was like, oh, my God. Can you be my mom? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I fucking love that. Like, yes, fuck that. Like, why does everybody have to lose with class? Fuck, like, I've never gotten mad at Bill Belichick for walking off the field and not shaking anybody, and not shaking Tony Dungy's hand. Never been mad at Tom Brady for walking off the field and not shaking Eli's hand after the Super Bowl in, in 2007. Right, we just called him a douche, but we like, called him that every game listen, anyway. Like, so. you can be, is it a douche move? Eh, I don't think so. I, if I lost the Super Bowl, the last thing I want to do is go over there and fucking shake somebody's you know how many hand. Times I used to just want to walk out of the gym after like a DYA. Every lost. fucking time, I didn't dude. Go shake nobody's Every time, hand. dude. I've never walked off. I've never gotten beat in a paintball on a paintball field and gone over and dapped up the other team. Like, hey, great job, guys. You kicked GGs, our ass. GGs, bro. GGs. No, fuck that shit. I yeah. grab my shit. I go back. I'm fucking fuming. I just lost. Right. I'm gonna need at least. It's not some, why I play this game. Yeah, I don't play to lose, so I get that. But, but. Winning with class is a totally different fucking animal. When you win, you should have the all the class in the world. Right. Joey Fats Radio, row one C one. Hey, what's up, Joey? Pat. Yo, what I up? A, uh, you, I don't know if you missed one. I had to change. I, I have you guys on my cell phone. I'll switch to the computer, so I changed quickly. But um, do you remember the worst one ever? It was when Richard Sherman got in trouble for like running after Brady. Do you remember that? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, that was the regular season game in 2012 in Seattle. So get people were like, I remember like people saying he was really. That good. was the was that was the that you, you mad bro, right? Yeah, exactly. That was the that you one. yeah that was the you mad bro because Brady wouldn't shake his hand, and he was like, "What's the matter, you mad bro?" Which at you yeah. know in 2012 was still like a thing that people <laughs> said. Um, no, there was that one. I mean, but look, I don't I don't have any issue if you lose, and you don't want to walk to midfield and like dap these dudes up and like congratulate them on beating you. I have no problem with that. None. I never have. It's one of the things that mystifies me the most. The thing I do have a problem with, though, is when you win and you act like an asshole after the fact. Like, you just took someone's yeah. soul away from them. That was the first time Go I have a little video. class. I didn't even see it before you guys just showed it. 
I mean, but it does seem kind of dickless. But I like what you said. I mean, if like in the kind of the moment of a whole game, Joey, I think you are completely correct. Matt, I don't fucking know, but I, maybe she was just super emotional after that game. I, and listen, that's why I'm not gonna like crucify her for it. You know, I would say if I was, if she wanted, you know, if for some reason she was like, I respect the opinion of Joey Fats, and <laughs> I, I would take what he said and be like, listen, like, hey, cool, whatever. It is what it is. You still won. Only winners get wings. But in the future, if you win, and, and I expect, I'm sure you probably will because you're very talented, I would just say, hey, like, it's one thing to lose and, 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 feel disrespected and or not want to go out and like show somebody love but when you win i feel like as the winner like you have you owe it to the other person to kind of go over and be like hey good game if they don't want to yeah. shake your hand but hey let them like because as a competitor you should understand that you know we've you all see, like, post post game she was like oh everybody thinks i'm ghetto or i don't know i shouldn't say this but like she kind of came off as like a douche post game she looked like i'm gonna get a lot of trouble for what not to say but she looked like someone who was begging to get an interview with janelle hill Hill. Absolutely, dude. It, it, she, it's like she, she, she knew the race card was there. She wanted to play it. She, and she said that. She's like, you know, she was like, oh, well, you know, when, when she does it, it's all fine and well. It's like, okay, but she did it to her own bench Yeah. on her this way over like to, like, dab them up. She didn't, like, chase some other girl on the other team she, around after, yeah, after, beating yeah. after beating them. Like, it's like, no, no, no. These are two totally different things. I am all for trash talking. Anybody who's ever played softball with me knows all I live for is trash talking. I can't play softball to save my life, but I, I can Sunday, talk dude, shit with the best balls. of them. I will talk. Balls. I, I will. I will out talk shit anybody. Oh, shit. Talk anybody like it's it's what I, I love it. I'm, I'm just good at it. Ask Paul. We play on. We get on Call of Duty tonight. Who's the a number one shit talker in the lobby? Me every oh, fucking God, time. Be bad on Call of Duty. Yeah, but you'll be weird about it. You'll like be like one game, Joey's you know, he's all like, Yeah, that was a good game. Oh, not bad, guys. We almost had him. And then the next game he's like, Fuck you, you busy shit, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. <laughs> well listen, I gotta switch. Listen, I also I know when I'm beat. I know when the other team's better than me. Yeah. And it's like, hey, all right, we didn't really have a chance in that. But when it's like evenly matched and we should have won yeah. or we did win, whatever, it doesn't Tonight, matter. No one's safe. No one's safe. No one's safe. And it, it's trust me, if you get into my Call of Duty lobby, it's like 2007 all over again, baby. Yeah, you better have some did you watch game. South Park Fats? Of course I did. I've watched oh, every episode remember? several times. Where the fat fucking guy beats him in World of Warcraft. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's one of my favorite episodes. Make 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 love not Warcraft. Uh, it was a great episode. <laughs> Gonna yeah. watch it again. I don't know. Yeah. I, who is this guy? I don't know, but he must be one badass. <laughs> you know, like, just some fat, fat guy with chips on his shoulder, like, wiping him yeah. off. Yeah, it was a fucking great episode. Breaking out. They all get fucking, they spend, you know, 80 hours in the woods killing boars to get their XP up. Can he oh, add hot, Eyes of the Beast to your hot bar? <laughs> he has like a toilet. Yeah. Thing. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> Absolute classic. Have you have you seen any of the newer episodes? No, I gotta start watching again. I oh. saw that like PC principal. Did you watch the uh the transgender one where with Randy Macho Man Savage? No. Oh, so it's called Board Girls is the name of the episode. I think it was like two it was two seasons before the pandemic, so like I think it was like season twenty four or twenty three. Uh, and it was, uh, but basically, um, it's it's uh, PC principal, it's strong woman, PC and uh, principal strong woman, and she goes to compete in a like a CrossFit competition, and there's a transgender athlete, but it's just Randy Macho Man Savage, 
And he's just like, and he's just like dicking on everybody. It's one of my fucking. Watch it again. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. It's a good episode. So funny. It's like, it's like it's so funny. She's like, oh, he's like, uh, she's like, oh, she's like, have you met Heather Swanson? She's not your typical trans athlete. And she's like, huh, you sound awfully bigoted, David. What is exactly a typical trans athlete? He's like, mm-hmm, okay. <laughs> And then Randy Macho Man goes, yeah. I can't tell you how free I feel. And he's like, what the fuck? Oh, man. Awesome. Absolute fucking That's classic. Awesome. But, um, I'm watching it this week. But no, it's uh, the, the whole the whole Caitlin Clark thing. Like Everybody keeps saying, like, well, Caitlin Clark did it first. And I'm like, yeah, but she didn't do it to this girl. She did it to yeah. her own team in another game. Yeah. Like, And don't get me wrong. If this is like you know, three minutes, 48 seconds to go in the fourth quarter, you're up 15 and you bang a three to go up 18 and like you know like that's it lights out yeah. call, you know call off the dogs it's over you know and yeah. you do that to her on in transition on the other way up to the court and you're doing the I can't see me and you're pointing to the ring finger and all that shit Ugh. all right like that's trash talk bro like yeah like get after it like yes that actually would make me watch women's sports more if there was more of that shit in it. And maybe shit there talk. is, and I've been, I've been missing out. But I love trash talk. Larry Bird is one of my all-time favorite trash talkers of all time. Steve Smith, T.O., Randy Moss. Like, you Jordan. Can, Jordan. Jordan. Like, uh, although Jordan will tell you Larry Bird was the greatest trash talker of all time. Wow. In fact, I think Larry Bird, um, I think Jordan even credits Larry Bird with learning how to trash talk. Like, how to oh take it to that next level. But um, Kobe, same thing. Like, you know, those, all those dudes, like, they just knew how to get in your head. And Living there, rent free. it's just, it comes down to a point, Pat, where you got to just kind of be aware of the situation, right? Like, you, you had four quarter, or in this case, two halves, 40 minutes, whatever it is, uh, to, to do all that and, and run your mouth and get in her face and get in her head and, and do all that shit. When there's three seconds left and you're dribbling out the ball and instead of going and running and celebrating with your team, you're more worried about trash talking some other girl on the other team. Like, to me, that just shows me your priorities are a little fucked. It's lame as fuck, bro. It is. It's just lame, dude. Like, I'm not saying she's a bad person. She just, you know, maybe let her emotions get the best of her in that moment. And it happens to everybody at one point or another. But I don't know. I just I didn't care for it. Everybody defending her is like, you know, whatever. Or they got roasted. Hey, Portnoy's right though. Portnoy's one hundred percent right, and he every, because everybody kept saying Portnoy is the one that debunked the whole she did it first thing. He's yeah. like, no, he she did it one time on her way back to her bench with her to her own team. Like, I, I mean, yeah. I've never I've never pimped a home run in my life in softball. Okay, I've hit a couple, but never really I've never pimped one except one time. And guess who I pimped? My own bench. Darkness. He was there, yeah. He could attest to it because they would. They tried pulling me out of the game while I was in the on deck circle, and I refused. I waved off the punt team. I was like, absolutely fucking not. And they're like, dude, come on, like we need a hit. You're like, oh for six, like fuck off. I'm like, no, fuck you. And it like literally made my blood boil in the first pitch I sent, and I fucking hit a hit the longest bomb probably of the season. Nice. You guys play Jones Beach? Is yeah. that what you once said? You guys play yeah, Jones we played at Jones Beach. And I put this thing so fucking deep onto the sand, the kid in like left field just stopped, or in the center field stopped. <laughs> he was just walked, looking up at it like, yeah, I ain't catching that. Never mind. And, and, and I flipped the bat at my own team, and I Jesus said, and, I started, I, and, I'm, and I'm yelling at him, I'm like, I'm never coming off the fucking field. I'm never coming off the field. And the other team's like, holy shit, this kid's fucking like railing his own team <laughs> right now. And I was, I was so mad. Like, I asked anybody. Ocho was there. I think, I don't know if Cole was there that day or not, but it was funny as fuck. It was, but yeah, I pimped my own team. But 
look, the whole point is, is like, you know, your emotions get the better of you at times. It happens. It's sports. That's what it's all about. Like, you're there. You're, you're in it. You're invested in it. I want my athletes emotionally invested in what's going on. Yeah, of course. This girl was clearly that. I just feel like what she did was a little bit was, was misplaced, misguided. And, you know, maybe she learns from it or maybe she takes the other attitude and she just doubles down on it and just says, fuck you. nope, the only reason you're, you're mad at me is because I'm black and fuck you. And I'm like, all right, well, oh my hey, Jesus if, fucking Christ, if that's if that's how if that's how you want to go, if that's the, the road you want to take. Hey, good luck with that. Yeah. Best of luck to you. It's big money these days, Fats. That's big money. It's everything. I mean, I'm listening. I'm watching Skip and Shannon, right? I, and I, and I, I see the clip get because, I, again, I was going through Twitter trying to find all, like, the different angles of, like, because I'm trying to find this girl. Basically, I was looking for this girl, Caitlin Clark, who had apparently done this so many times. I'm looking for the video to back it up because I kind of wanted to defend the girl from LSU because I wanted her to be like, aha, fuck you. Like, I was hoping she was putting a bully in her place is right. what I was initially yeah. like kind of hoping for and i'm like all right so let me see let me see the video of the other girl doing it and in my yeah. searches of and i still haven't found it except <laughs> the one video the one clip that keeps being replayed but then there's shannon and skip and shannon's sitting there saying and, and this is where i know shannon sharp was so full of shit and he's such a fucking liar and it, and in this and it was the mainstream media in a nutshell in 2023 and he said you know i would much rather be sitting here talking about the game, the officials, the plays, the no, calls, everything game. else. But instead, we're sitting here talking about race again. And I'm like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Are you fucking, I'm like, are you seriously it's supposed to, am I supposed to sit here and fucking believe this it's right like, now? No, you're sitting there talking no, about race. You were literally like, the, the, you, as soon as you saw a black girl do it to a white girl and then Twitter just erupt, you were like, bingo. There's our yeah. show for tomorrow. And then, and then, you know, he goes into like saying like how, you know, and I'm like, he was one of the most celebrated shit talkers of all time. Really? And he's like, you know, when uh, what did who did he say? Oh, when Larry Bird talks shit, it's okay. But when Charles Barkley talks shit, it's it's mm -mm, no, you're a thug. And oh, it's like, dude, Charles Barkley again, one of the most celebrated shit talkers of all time. Yeah. Literally, yeah. no one hated when Charles Barkley talked shit. Do you not remember the '92 Olympics? He stole the, the show. With the NBA today is if I play for the Celtics, Fats plays for the Lakers. I'm like, oh, Fats is the man. I mean, there's too many NBA players today loving each other. We need more shit talking and fighting. I agree. That's yeah. the biggest problem with the NBAs today. I want more beef. Yeah. Fucking no someone call Arby's. I need more beef. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not everybody's like a king or a goat. You know what I mean? Right. Everybody's so willing to, like, everyone wants to just, like, you know, like, hey, man, let me get your jersey. Let me get your jersey. Let's fucking yeah. take some pictures. And it's like, nah, yeah. dude. Like, yeah. how about you guys go out there and, like, I don't know, tomahawk chop each other once in a while or foul right. somebody really hard and then tell them, you know, fuck this shit. I would rather fucking Kevin Durant, I mean, uh, Kevin Kevin Garnett come back and tell, tell me I look like a cancer patient or that my wife's vagina tastes like Honey Nut Cheerios. Like, Who let's bring some cry? of that back. Yeah, that'd be dope. He made Glenn Baby Davis cry. Oh. Yeah, like, I mean, Good. like, we need, I want, like, give me Jordan breaking Steve Kerr's orbital bone in practice. Like, come oh, on, yeah. they were teammates for fuck's sake. Yeah, if he's willing awesome. to do that to a teammate, imagine what he's willing to do to win a finals. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. There's a reason why the man won six out of eight. Wow. Oh. I mean, granted, he ducked the Rockets twice, but whatever. That's another, another story. <laughs> but, uh. Are you going to have a draft show? Uh. Right now, Pat, it's up in the air. I gotta get on. I gotta get Sean. I I think we can make it happen. I will call Marcus up. I'll find every hardcore liberal in Massachusetts <laughs> and we'll protest your house fast. <laughs> 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 if I don't have the show, is that what you're saying? 
Yeah. Oh, right. um, no, it's it's tentative right now. I think cool because Paul, it's it's a whole it's a whole work thing. It's uh, yeah, and it, it's tough because if you know if I if I call out of work sick. Oh no! Don't do that. And then I go live on the air. It might not no, look right. I understand. Oh my god! I understand. But also, who cares? Who cares? Like, what are that they going to do? That was so fun that show that time. I was like, it really that was. was. It really was. So I don't know. I, things are a little bit different these days um, than they were a couple years ago when we did it. But I would love to do it again. Yeah. Um, so we're we're I'm working with I'm going to work with Sean and Paul. We're going to see what we can do schedule wise, and then um, and kind of go from there because I want to do it. Yeah, I, I definitely want to do it, but um, it's just going to take a little bit of a take a little bit of maneuvering, if you will. Cool, man. That's cool. Cool, cool. So we'll see what happens. But um, how 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 are the Celtics doing right now? I know they were up. It was like twenty two, twenty two. They're playing the bench, uh, but the Sixers always fuck up against them. Yeah, I was looking before, but it was halftime, so I haven't checked in. Okay, you made. I any- I'm a little worried about Joe Mazzulla. I think he's good, but he's thirty fucking four. The playoffs are going to be tough. Listen, I think the uh, I think the Celtics uh, got their their road cut out for them. Uh, their work their work cut out for them on this road because I listen. I I still I still I still think it's it's lining up to be Giannis versus Embiid in the in the Eastern Conference Finals. Oh, like I just I just feel like it's I know it's going to depend on the seating. It's going to depend on I don't know. I haven't looked at it in the last couple of days to see who's what yeah. where wise, but. I know the Celtics tend to play Philly better. Yep. So if they match up with Philly, right. you know, in the second round rather than Milwaukee, maybe we end up with a Milwaukee-Boston rematch. Yeah, we'll see. But we'll see. But I still feel like it's going to be Philly-Milwaukee. And then, Pat, Celtics don't. Celtics got to make it out of the first round, man. Don't, you know? don't count out my Lakers, maybe. Yeah. Are you going to get crazy Kyrie next year? Uh, I don't know, that'd man. Be a, that'd be a trip. It, it depends if they go on a, if they go on a run here and they go deep into the playoffs, which I think they're about to. I'm not saying I'm not ready to say they're going to win it all, but I will say this: they can win it all if they stay healthy. If we have a healthy LeBron, a healthy AD, and this roster plays just as it's been playing, yeah. and we have those two healthy, yeah, I mean the Lakers can absolutely win a title. The only team I really see standing in their way is if Golden State gets hot. Right. This year, yeah, which you never oh, the know. The Lakers won't win this year, Fats. I like you, bro. I love you, bro. But they're not going to be. They're not going to get out of the West, Fats. Wiggins I'm not. I'm not back, saying they're. Right? I'm not saying they're going to get out of the West. I'm saying they can get out of the West. Okay, if LeBron would have to really, yeah, maybe LeBron and AD. You're right. Because if they're healthy, listen, that's the number one defense in the NBA since the trade deadline. They've well, clawed their way back. I think they're what fifteen and fifteen and six in their last twenty-one or something like that. Like shit. They're, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. They're they're this this new lineup is playing very well. Delangelo Russell. At the right time. You know, you got the who knew the Rui Hachimura trade was going to be fucking huge. Like I remember when that trade was announced, and I was like, who? And yeah. I was like, I had no yeah, idea. Yeah. So yeah. who knew that was going to be it? But uh, check out this kid Van uh, that kid Vanderbilt for the Lakers. Absolute. Yeah. He's uh, to put it in uh, to put it in Durant's words. He's he's the Lakers' Draymond Green. Wow, dude's just a pit bull on defense. He blocks shots, hustles. Like he's he, he's the, he's drawing comparisons to a young Scottie Pippen. Let's put it that way in terms of his motor and his relentlessness right. when uh you know to let a play die. So 
Again, I'm not saying that the Lakers are going to win it all, but yeah. if they're healthy, I'm telling you right now, I might, yeah, I, I might, I might throw a bean down tonight on a futures bet for the Lakers to win it all. Wow, I might do it. I mean, it'd be it'd be crazy. I'd love to see. Um, even if the Lakers just make the second round, that'd be a fun second round. It's like a Nuggets or Grizzlies or. I think well, right, right. now I think right, right now they're the seven seed, so that would put them again. Who would that put them up again? Who's the two seed right now in the West? Is they it? They have that stupid play-in now, Fats. Right, but they're the Lakers are the seven, so they wouldn't be in the play-in. Oh, the okay, so I know that. No. Uh, who's the, the who's no. the one? It's it's Phoenix. Is it Phoenix or Denver? I think it'd be Denver. Denver, right? I think Denver's oh, the two. Fuck, that's hard. So we'd get we'd get the Joker in the first round, which oh. if they can if they can get past Denver in the first round, oh, they're gonna beat Denver. They will beat Denver. It's, Denver's inexperienced. That's what I'm saying. I think they're young. Oh, Fats is going to be right again. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like nails on a chalkboard. Everyone's ears. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, but no, I hope. I hope it's you know, honestly at, at the end of the day, dude. I hope it's Celtics Lakers because I got a I got a bet with a I got a bet I got a bet with a couple of people uh, that the Lakers will win a championship before uh, another championship before the Celtics do. And if it came down to Celtics Lakers in the finals, oh like, and that's it. All right, here's it. All the chips are in the middle of the table, boys. We got seven games to hash this out. I feel like that would just be the most, like, that'd be such a stressful, stressful finals for me. But it would be so much fun. Yeah, it's Denver, Memphis, Sacramento, one, two, three in the West. Oh, so we'd get Memphis right now. Yeah. So we oh, get Memphis with John Memphis. Morant and his scrambled eggs. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah! Denver's, Denver's one, Memphis two, Sacramento three, Phoenix is four, and then it's Clippers, uh, Golden State, L.A. And so many fraudulent, teams. I New Orleans is on a tear. I think New Orleans has won like nine out of their last uh, nine out of their last ten. Yeah, I think New they Orleans. Have so many draft picks. And he has to come and play disgusting. Right, I know, but they. I think their only loss in their last ten games has been to Golden State. Wow. So it's kind of wild, but um, that's not bad. No, the West is kind of fun, man, because you got like think about it, you got the Lakers with two of the top five players in the NBA sitting at the seven seed right now. Yeah, yeah. you know, you got the potential fucking MVP in the at the number one. You know, John Morant and the Grizz number two, KD yeah. and that dysfunctional ass fucking team out in Arizona, oh, no. like. And that's going to be the greatest thing is watching Phoenix get bounced in the first round by whoever the fucking whatever six seed is. Who's a Golden State? Yeah, it's five and play yeah, four, six and play three. Yeah, it's on cruise LA, control LA, to the playoffs. Yeah. They'll fuck this. Steph, up. Steph Curry and the and the Warriors absolutely just ending Kevin Durant would yeah. just be the best thing ever. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. That'd be a good series. Yeah, I'm um, sick of Kevin Durant. Who is it? What about the Mavs, dude? The Mavs freaking fell apart. Oh well, you you heard Luca last week, right? He was no. like, "Yeah, oh, you know, yeah, he was like basketball it. used to be fun. Now it's work, oh. you know." And it's like ever since Kyrie came to the fucking Mavs, Luca's been like, "This sucks." Yeah, imagine if Luca was like, "I want to trade. I want to get out of here. I want to go to Boston." Mark Cuban would just be like, <laughs> "Yeah, no. like I don't I care." Have a, I have like a liberal liberal Lakers fan, and I was like, "Dude, you guys might get Kyrie." He's like, no, he's offensive. I want to be like, dude, he only team that would take him is the Lakers. Right, well, the only team LeBron that would take him, yeah, because LeBron's the check. only guy that can put him in check and keep him in, in line. Yeah. And granted, and top of LeBron. LeBron did that once. Are we asking LeBron too much to do it twice? Yeah. He's like, Fuck me, he's like, my kids. I mean, be in the especially league. like, all right, let's say this. Let's say hypothetically, right? Let's say the Lakers go on a run. Uh, let's say they get to the Western Conference Finals. They come up a game short, right? To yeah. I don't know. 
fucking Golden State, right? And Golden State goes on and, and, and they play Milwaukee in the finals, right? Then they settle their shit, right? Do you, do you really look at this Lakers team then and say, like, all right, we got to blow it up? Or do you say, no. no, I think we add a couple pieces to this, keep the, keep the core intact, add a couple pieces and run it back. And I don't yeah. know if bringing in Kyrie would be oh my gosh necessary like at that point. Backwards. Yeah, like cuz you cuz that could oh that could God, be like no. the Westbrook thing. Like ever since the Lakers got rid of Westbrook, it's yeah. been smooth sailing. The Clippers get Westbrook and they're like I don't know like fucking like like 14 like like 4 and 14 or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah, it's fucking absolutely atrocious. Like you can't make this shit up, Pat. It's crazy. Basketball is a very oh, chemistry-based wow. sport and yeah. You know, wherever Westbrook and Kyrie go, they tend to suck the chemistry right out of the room. <laughs> oh, my God. But I would love to see it. It would make for a cool story for the Lakers to get Kyrie and then LeBron keep him in check and they win another championship. And then that yeah. way LeBron can, like, really assert himself as Kyrie's daddy. Yeah. And and also the only guy that ever kept Kyrie in yeah, check. he would own that one. He would he own, own that. that like, it'd just be, like, kind of another notch in his belt. Like, right. yeah. I'm that dude. Yeah, it's a little side note. Also kept Kyrie Irving in check. Right. You know? <laughs> it's like yeah, hardest job in the NBA. Yeah, Keep Kyrie champion, Irving from fucking know? off. Like. Yeah, 18-time all-star, blah, blah, blah. Also kept Kyrie Irving in check. <laughs> but it's going to be a fun playoffs. I'm looking forward to it. Like, what do we got next week, right? Yeah. Next I, week? Just, I wish it was. I wish I just get to it. It's going to be so fun. I know. I, I say the regular season is such a formality, but then this, like, this last week with the seeding and everything, it's like, wait, hold on. If... If this happens and this happens, that seeding all of a sudden starts to play a role. But if we're listen, if we got Memphis in the first round, I say boom, lock it in. I, I'll, I'll take Memphis in the first round as the Lakers yeah. fan. As the Lakers fan, I'll take that all day. Yeah, not worried about them at all. Then we get to the second round. We'll see where the chips fall. But I like our chances after that. You never know. Because if I'm telling you, man, if this Lakers team gets hot and LeBron and AD are doing what LeBron and AD do. Bro, that's a, that's a great that's a great defensive team that the Lakers have right now. Right? Can his body hold up? That's LeBron? that's that's the that's the only question, dude. Is and you you yeah. have to hope it will, as a Lakers fan, because it's really your only shot. You know, I mean, yeah. he hasn't he hadn't given me much reason to believe that it wouldn't until the last couple of years. But again, he's thirty eight <laughs> years old. He's been doing this for a long fucking time. Oh, yeah. At some point, Father Time's gonna come a knocking. You're gonna break down. But then you, you know, but that's why I think this team being as good defensively, having AD and having all these other guys on it now, maybe LeBron doesn't have to shoulder the load like he did in years past. Right. And all he has to do is show up in the fourth quarter and get it home. Fuck shit up. Dropping yeah. ice buckets. So let's hope. Let's hope. But I would love to see Celtics Lakers finals. I think that would be. Paul and I would just be sitting here, just me mugging each other every Tuesday that night. So wack. <laughs> <laughs> we can't watch. We can't watch those games in the same house. We could. Like it's, it's the only know, time. It's the it's, it's the only time. It's the fun. only championship game like that. It, Paul and I won't watch together. Celtics Lakers. Yeah. Oh my god. All right, boys. Pat, thanks I'll, for the call, I'll, bud. I'll, we'll, I'll keep boys. you. I'll keep you posted on the on the draft night show. Um, I'm 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 really trying yeah. to make it happen because it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I enjoyed the no shit out of it. Deal, I loved it, man. It was so much fun. It was, and I would love to do it again. So uh, we'll keep you posted, but um, stay tuned, bud. We appreciate you. Yeah, bro. Have a good night, guys. You too, bud. All right. Later, bro. Good call, Pat. Thank you for that. 774-992-8702. Ditch my ear. Joey Fats Radio, row one, seat one. 
Uh, what else we got tonight? We got so we 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 kind of went off a little bit. We talked a little NBA playoffs there, a little bit of the the NBA thing. We got that out of the way. Uh, we did a lot on the women's NCAA. NCAA final controversy, which again, you know, like I said, to wrap it all up and just kind of put a bow on this and 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 move on. I kept looking for the clips of Caitlin Clark doing this over and over again and taunting people and like. The only other clip that people kept putting up was like her telling like some girl like, yo, shut up. You're down 15. Right. But that was like in the fourth, like I keep saying the fourth quarter, but in like late in the second half of the game. And this girl's just chirping. And she's like, yo, what are you like? Who are you talking to? You're getting smoked. Shut up. Right. Like that's and to me, that's not even shit talking. That's just like, I'm sorry. Like, who are you? Yeah. You know, that's more of a like a big timing thing. And the only clip I could find was the same one of her doing it to her own team. So people trying to equate what Angel Reese did to Caitlin, what Caitlin Clark does. No, I'm sorry, you're wrong. You're just wrong. The tape doesn't lie. Go back and watch it. If somebody can find the other clip for me, or clips of her doing this and chasing people around as the buzzer's sounding, like talking shit on the court, like Angel Reese did to her. I mean, hey, I'll eat my words. I don't care. Like that's fine. Like I said, I was looking for reasons to defend Angel Reese because I thought it was kind of. I was like, oh, maybe this is maybe this is personal. Right. Oh, I like this. Maybe there's some beef here. Throwing some pizzazz in it. Yeah, like you know, there's a little bit of maybe. Or, or maybe there's just like some 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 legitimate hatred. Right. Which, not for nothing, I think sports lack right now. Yeah. So you know, it became one of those kind of things. But can't find it. Want it? Can't find it. Is what it is. Seven seven four nine nine two eight seven zero two. What do you want to get into next, Paul? We got. Uh, we got some other shit we can talk. It's Masters Week. First, how, how can we not fucking bring that up? It's fucking Masters oh, Week, Masters dude. Masters is coming up, dude. Golf's upon us. It's Masters Week. Oh, we got the uh, UFC WWE merger. We got oh, that yeah. coming up. Um, let's see. What do we got? What do we got for the Masters here? Let's check. What do, what do you got for the odds? You had the odds up. Who do you have? Uh, what do you have? FanDuel up? Uh, no, I'm on. I'm on MGM right now. Oh, you're on MGM. I let me let me let me pull MGM, up my FanDuel. Yeah. I want to see what who's got who's got the best who's got the odds here. They got McElroy is plus seven hundred. So I want to see what Fanduel has. McElroy is at the top. He's he's the favorite. Oh, sorry, he's the favorite to win. I mean, I, honestly, I think if you're gonna play anybody, Spieth and maybe Justin Thomas would be like a good rip, just because the odds are. All right, let me see. You put fifty bucks and you win a thousand if you. Bet on Justin Thomas. Masters. Boom. Oh, that's see. just what it, you know. Uh, so I've got, yeah, I got Scotty Scheffler and Rory McIlroy at plus 700. Yep. Uh, those are the two favorites. Yeah, I think John Rahman third. Yeah. Third favorite. And I then Spieth, Cantlay, Thomas to round that out. Spieth, Cam, Cantlay, and Smith. I got Thomas on, on, uh, I got, on FanDuel. I got Cameron Smith. It's different. Yep. Uh, let's see. What do you have Cam Smith going off 2000. at? Uh, FanDuel's got him at plus 2,800. Oh, wow. So if you like Cam Smith, go on FanDuel because that's a better, that's more bang for your buck if you right. really like him to win it. Yeah, he's not bad. I mean, oh, I'm just saying. If, good last year. But if you want, if you're going to put 100 bucks down, put it down on, on FanDuel. Don't put it on MGM because right. if you think he's going to win regardless, you get plus 28 is better than plus 2,000. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. So I'm thinking. I don't know, man. I want to. I want to take. I might take a flyer on like Will Zalatoris at plus forty four hundred. 
Will Zalatoris. It was like, I feel like the Masters, like, it's always, like, that one dude that no one's really expecting. Like, there's always, I mean, yeah, you have your, you're like, all right, I can see that. But you also end up with, I feel like, a lot of guys sometimes that are like, you know, like when fucking Bubba Watson won it a few years ago, which was actually probably, what, 10 years ago now? You know, when he won it on that ridiculous stinger that he hit out of the woods and, like, you're just like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This man is fucking playing possessed. I love the masses. I just wish I was going to be around for most of it. I'll only be able to catch Sunday. Honestly, it's the only day you need to catch. But, yeah, I'll be around. I enjoy watching the whole, you know. The I know. We day. got, like, Easter supper, like, Easter to go to, like, at Lawrence Hans' house, too, and be like, yo, like, y'all got the masses on, right? <laughs> I'll have it on my phone regardless. But, nonetheless, um... Oh, no, I should be on the TV, though. But I don't know. As far as betting goes, like, I'm going to have to consult some of my buddies that actually, like, watch and bet on golf all the time. Because, yeah, like, I like I like long odds, dude. Like, I would like, I'd rather take, like, a Max Homa and a Will Zalatoris at plus 3,400 and plus 4,400, respectively, over, like, a Scotty Scheffler at plus seven. Right. You know what I mean? Because even though him and Rory might win it, like, I don't see, like, I mean, I'm not going to say I don't see Rory winning it. Like, I don't even know how you would, one would see any one of these guys winning it. But, like, Tiger Woods, plus 7,000. Wouldn't that not be the best bet ever? You throw down a bean on Tiger Woods to win a Masters, and you're like, right, yeah, plus right. 7,000. Oh, it's never going to fucking happen. And then he fucking does, he does what Tiger does, and you're just like, oh, shit. That would be fucking awesome. Right. That's what I'm saying. I, I'm thinking, like. Damn, Bryson, plus 1,300. That seems. Yeah. I mean, obviously, ah, he really can't putt, though, right? That's his problem. Isn't that his issue? Like, he's not really, like, a great putter, Bryson DeChambeau? Yeah, sure. I mean... Isn't that his issue, though, was, like, he's not he's not really efficient putting? Right, yeah. So, I mean, at the Masters at Augusta, like, you, you have to be a fantastic putter to win it. So, I mean, not that any of these guys are really, like, you know, they're not like you and me where they're, like, you know, going to go three-putt at Allendale every fucking green. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? You know, whatever, but... Um, but I'm just saying, like, I, I don't know. I feel like I would rather take, like, the longer odds again at the Masters. Because the Masters, to me, feels like Daytona or Talladega, right? Where, dude, like, just take a, take somebody with long odds and hope for the best. Take a dart and close your eyes, dude. When yeah. it comes to somebody, you never know who the fuck's going to come from the middle of the pack and make the cut. Right. All of a sudden, Friday, it's like, ah, oh, this guy was fucking eight strokes off, and now all of a sudden he's in the lead. Yep, You're like, what yep, the fuck? The, yeah, it happens all the time. And the Masters especially, dude. This is the one time where, like, shit just gets fucking weird. Agreed. Like, like, strange things happen at the masses. Like, I just mean, like, ridiculous shit happens. Yeah, I mean, but that's why we watch. That's what keeps right. us going back to it is because, and why we love it. Right, masses is a great fucking tournament. I love oh, it. it's it's the best. It's the one It's the one tournament of the year, you know, that you're going to sit there and watch and be like, absolutely, and watch every, you, you're watching every minute of that. Right, if I had Thursday to Sunday off, I would literally, like, be like, all right, we're just day drinking and watching the masters. Yes. Like, that's what we're Maybe doing. next year I'll take vacation for the masters. That'd be dope. I should think about that too. Maybe I should do that. Be a good idea. Just, just to do it. Yeah. Be like, fuck it. Let's just day drink. Wish Thursday. I done. I would have taken it. I would have been like, Thursday through Sunday. It's just like, all right, liver, yeah. hold on. <laughs> We're doing mimosas and bloody. Gonna be in the a morning, rough bro. one, buddy. Yeah, yep. yeah, get up bagels and locks. Fuck yeah, dude. You know, maybe we should do that. Yeah. 
You should do a master's party next week. Or at least like take like at least take like the Saturday off. Yeah, rocking like Nautica and shit like that with like those sweatshirt scarf thing around your neck. Fuck yeah, dude. Salmon colored shorts. I will totally get in Nantucket red Vineyard shorts. Vines belts, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah, bro. Oh, fucking, we could fucking send we're it. We're going total giga chat on this shit, we bro. Could total fuck, we could totally fucking send it, dude. Yeah, we'll do Masters weekend. That'd be dope. We could do that. At least a Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, we'll smoke some shit. Oh, yeah. Brisket, pork. Oh, yeah, food, not, not not crack. Yeah. For those one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I smoked some chicken earlier. Math, yeah. Smoked some chicken. Yeah. But I brined it properly before I smoked it. Bro, bang. Bro. I know. What a game changer. And the weather's getting so dope, dude. I was so pumped. It oh, my got God. got me thinking about shit like that. Dude, I looked outside, and I'm like, I'm, I'm going to have to break out my weed whacker in a few yeah. days. I know. It's looking I'm good out there. Oh, that thing. It's looking good. Yeah. I'm fucking thrilled. It was 67 degrees when I pulled up to the house today. Yeah, it's banging. I like. I had to I had to put on sleeveless because I was uh, no sleeves because I was like, I was sweating in a t-shirt. Yeah. You know, I didn't even bother changing back into it. I feel how hot it is up here. Yeah, I know. That's why I got my hoodie off. I'm like, oh, this is nice, finally. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, we could open a window. I could rock just a T-shirt. It's good. It's a good time to be alive. The weather's getting warmer. The azaleas are in full bloom. Yes. It's Masters Week, baby. Yeah, hell yeah. I can't wait. I wonder, is uh, Jim Rome doing... I mean, Jim Rome. Uh, Jim Nance? Uh, no, fucking... Um, Pat... Uh, <laughs> I was, I oh just wanted God, to see how dude. long the silence was going to go. Dan Patrick, Jesus. Yeah, oh. Uh, is he still doing the Jim Nance sound alike contest? Oh, maybe. I don't know. On the show? Those were great. Because my favorite thing about the Jim Nance sound alike contest that Dan Patrick used to do on his show was the year when Dan, uh, when Jim Nance called in yeah. and did it, and they didn't pick him to win. Right. They picked other people to, to, be, be, to sound to like sound, the guy, sound who, like the guy who was doing right, yeah. yeah. It was fucking amazing. Uh, but uh, what, tomorrow at noon is the par three contest. Oh, yeah. So we got That's that. a good one. <clears throat> yeah, so we should, you know, hustle up to the gym in the morning. Let's get it. And then we can come home and yeah, we'll... post post gym bloody buddies. Yeah, that'd be dope. Get some fucking par three contest in. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm with it. All right, I'm fuck fucking it. with it. Bet. Fucking with it. Bet. 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 Uh, all right, anything else? Uh, dude, we, we could probably, we could table the Lamar and... Uh, I haven't really A-Rod heard anything shit till new. next week. Nothing yeah. really good going on yet. Um, there was some, there are some rumors of cheating going on with the Cardinals. Uh, Terry Mc, McDonahue accused Michael Bidwell of cheating when uh, their uh, Steve Kime was suspended a couple years ago. But there's nothing really that fun going on right now. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I think we could probably just leave it there for tonight. Yeah, dog. Leave we'll it get there and, tomorrow. Sean will get back. You know, we'll get him healthy and. Uh, yeah, I mean, we because I, I wanted to talk about the WWE UFC merger that's going on, I but I really want I want to wait. For, I want Sean to be here for that because yeah, he's be more. I know he's going to know all the ins and outs of that. What's going on? I'm just hoping it's going to end up being like I hope it turns into like the UFC has a WWE style flair to it. Because obviously the fighting in the cage is always going to be real and it's never going to be scripted. Right, right. But I would love to see like, you know, like like a Stone Cold slash Undertaker style entrance for some fighters. You know, they come out and they got 15 minute entrances and glass and boo and this and that. And then they come out and actually fight. 
Yeah. I think that'd be fucking rad. I think the spectacle would be a little bit cooler if they did it like that. Maybe like just giving the US like, more up of more. a budget. Yeah. Like give the hype the I want to see the fighters be more of the focus. Like to right. the, to again, if you follow the sport, you already know. But for somebody like me who's a very casual, like just, you know, passer by when it comes to the UFC. Right. Um like I'll buy McGregor's fights. That's about it. Yeah, it's not. Maybe it's, if like it's a really Diaz, not somebody huge is fighting, I'll probably buy. Right, it. but I have to really, but I have to be emotionally invested in them. And outside of Conor McGregor, there's really nobody I'm invested not in. Not right now. Yeah. No. Uh, one last thing I did want to mention before we before we jump out of here was our our guy Jared Schuster, who we had on the show. Uh, I think it was like two years ago now. Uh, when he had first got drafted by the Atlanta Braves, made his Atlanta Braves debut as a starter nice. on Sunday uh, against the Nationals. Nice. Uh, no, not gonna, we're going to be fair, all right? It, it did not start well, all right? It did not start well. Yeah, I Four see. runs in the first inning, Oof. Um, you know, a couple walks. You know, uh, the walks killed him. A couple of walks, a couple, couple doubles, a couple singles here and there, and uh, four earned, but, but four innings. Four and two thirds innings, and uh, he gave it the four in the first first like with the first two outs, yeah. and then was clean for the next four. Right. Had a couple of walks, a little shaky, but he, he Got buckled some down, shit out of the way. buckled in, settled in, and started dealing and doing what we know we can do. And uh, you know he it, it wasn't it wasn't a great start, but he but he looked good going forward. Good. And uh, they 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 pulled him out to four and two thirds, uh, which you know for a rookie nothing nothing. To look into just there. Getting your feet wet. Just you know, hey, all right, let's go. Let's get the kid out of there. We don't getting want him to get dick wet. You know, we don't want to get shelled and you know lose some confidence. Nope. But he was fine after that. You know, had a couple of strikeouts. You know, I think he had a strikeout. I think two more walks or whatever it was. I went through the play by play earlier and and looked and I I saw it a little bit on Sunday afternoon uh, through just like highlights on on my phone. Um, but our guy Jared Schuster. Friend of the program, row one, seat one, New nice. Bedford zone. Uh, you know, looking, look. Okay, like you know what? You, you started off shaky, batting down the hatches, rallied, and gave us four clean. You know, I, I gotta say, that's a big deal. Yeah. So get some more time under his belt. Yeah. yeah. I mean, listen, man. I don't know. Atlanta's known for its pitching. You know, they they've always had great pitching in Atlanta. You know, yeah, yeah. Smoltz, Glavin, Maddox. Some of the greatest of all time. And let's hope we can add his name to that list someday because that would be fucking awesome. That'd be dope. Um, but, yeah, congrats to him for his first start. Obviously, he took the L. Uh, the Braves ended up losing that. Um, I think it's actually their only loss of the year so far. I think they're 4-1. and one. That would be the only L. But you know what? Hey, get that L out of the way. Get it out. Opening day. First, or, you know, first weekend. Fuck get the that. jitters out. Get the jitters out. Shake them bugs. You know, shake it off. Shake it off. Come back and then you're going to fucking light it up, bro. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? This dude's yeah. going to come back. He's a professional. He's from, you know, he's from the neighborhood. He knows how to handle shit. He'll be all right. He's going to be great. I can't wait. Looking forward to his next start. He's on the 40-man right now as a rookie, so uh, we'll be keeping tabs on his career. But, again, congrats on the first start and the Major League debut. Uh, and we're looking forward to uh, a whole shitload more of those, brother. Can't wait for it. Yeah. But uh, we're going to leave it there for tonight. We'll do the UFC WWE thing next week when Sean's back because I wanted this. I I did want. Uh, he's he's the uh, aficionado when it comes to all things behind the, the scenes, yeah. especially with the WWE. Uh, so he could probably give us way more details and a much much better insight into that. Uh, and I'd like to get his opinion on it anyway. But uh, 
We'll leave it there. So uh, we'll be back next Tuesday night, 8.30 p.m. ish. Uh, right here on the one, the only, the New Bedford Guide. You'll get the uh, Joey Fats Radio, Row One C One. Again, if you can, please give us a like and a subscribe on whatever podcast uh, platform you listen to. Yeah. Find us, get at us. Uh, I'll share the links out later. Uh, they're posted on our Facebook page. Uh, you can find them. If you can't find it, just DM me, and I will fucking send it right to you. Yeah. Uh, personally, autographed and everything. Yep. Uh, but uh, thank you all for listening in, and uh, we'll be back next Tuesday, as always. And uh, stay tuned. We might have a special Thursday night draft special coming up for you as well. Uh, But no promises on that yet. So we'll get to it. But uh, we'll talk to you again next Tuesday night. Everybody enjoy the Masters. Enjoy the nice weather. Yeah. Spring is finally here. The weather's getting warmer. The mood is uplifting. You can feel it in the air. Yeah. Can't wait. Joey Fats Radio, Row 1C1. I'm Joey Fats for Plizzy and Mr. Betancourt, who could not be here. We'll catch you all next Tuesday night. Peace.